Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. All right, welcome to Angie and Steven's podcast. Crass Alone, Crass Alone podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody, and uh, welcome me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome back, Maureen. Um, don't ever, ever do that again. You're not allowed to be sick. You're not allowed to miss. Any episodes. Any episode. If you lose um, your voice, I mean, you, you your it... your episode was like forty minutes. It was still a decent amount of time. That was me having notes, and I struggled to have the forty minutes. You had, <laughs> as I'm sure, you had absolutely no notes, and you you could have talked. You talked for an hour, what hour twenty minutes? <laughs> yeah. You talked for an hour twenty minutes. You could have kept going. That's true. Um. So, I mean, my only reference was the Bible, really. I think I forgot what my episode was on, but uh, it was about uh, Thessalonians rapture. You know, oh yeah, you should always assume that's what your episode is about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the wedding, right? The wedding. right, the yeah. wedding. So yeah, don't don't ever do it again. All right. Maybe it was the topic I picked where it was just no, I'm just, but I, I'm just see, more I, concise. I enjoyed I enjoyed your episode. It was your episode was very succinct, like. Short to the point, you, you got your points out and across and explained them very well, and it was fruitful. Praise God, that's good, amen. Yeah, I was like overthinking, and um, yeah, I don't know if I can say this, but I recorded that like a couple times, <laughs> like I deleted and start over, anyways. Praise God for that, though, that you're able to get something from that. Yeah, um, yours, I think yours was just a lot more amazing. <laughs> Not that we're well. Compared. Praise God for Amen. that. No, no. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm back. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, praise God that you're better. The girls are better. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, COVID finally reached our home. Um, it was first time for us. Um, and it was not as bad, really. Um, I can say that it was, it felt like a regular cold. Yeah. Like, um, and I think you, you texted it in the group chat, but for the family, um, that it's, I feel like you felt like God just worked it out so oh, perfectly yeah. yes. where, you know, our parents got it first and then, um, Jen's parents, your wife's parents, um, Jen is your wife. Just yeah. so everybody's clear. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person. Um, and then, so the older people got it, which were the most, I guess, at risk, quote yeah. unquote. And then um, the baby, baby the nieces. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. it and was, then we got it. And then you, and then you got it. Well, yeah. I, I got it first. Twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. got it first twice. Um, but, but yeah, it, it all worked out in order, so. So yeah, like, yeah. we weren't stressing about our grandparents. And then when you were sick, you weren't stressing about the girls. Yeah, exactly. Which, which is good. Yeah, it worked out, man. And and then, you know, we have like a little vacation kind of coming up too. 
and it all happened right before all that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that that was great, man. Praise God for that. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, um, which is something I feel like it, it's hard to do when you have a difficult situation, but um, I feel like God wants us to do that to like seek, like what good, like find the good in in whatever it is, yeah. whatever is happening. Yeah. Um, because I mean, God is present no matter what, and He's working no matter what. So, um, what good can can come of it, right? Um, or how you can glorify God in that situation. So like, yeah. for example, on our way here, um, when we were both driving to our house, right, we were talking about uh, how crazy those gas prices are. Like, yeah. they're crazy. I remember when I was paying $24 for my Toyota Corolla and I just paid like $56 the other day and yeah. it hurt my soul. And you, anyways, <laughs> we were talking about how high the prices were, but then you were saying, you know, glory to God that we have the jobs to be able to yeah. pay that yeah. gas um, and get to, and the fact that we have cars yeah. of our own. Um, so, so. Yeah, it was kind of like when everybody was on that, you know, posting about, oh, this is crazy. Oh, wow. Look at how much gas. Like, everybody's freaking out about the gas. And yes, it sucks. But it was like in that, through that moment, um, it was like I, I was thinking, should I hop on this? Like, should I do the same thing and get on social media and say, wow, look at what I just picked. Like, I'm like, everybody's doing that. And then, you know, God just kind of put that in my heart. It's like, no, it's not even about that. It's about the fact that I've provided for you, Yeah. you know, enough to that. E even though the, the prices suck because nobody wants to pay that for gas, you know, I'm the one providing you the ability to not, not, to a certain extent not worry about that because you have you can do it you can mm -hmm. pay it it sucks but you can pay it yeah you know there's people that can't even buy a meal for the day yeah so you know we're extremely grateful and thankful for that Amen. um but that reminds me of a c.s lewis quote that i saw recently and it says life with god is not immunity from difficulties but peace in difficulties mm. and that's really what it is yeah um I, we've said it before you know you know it's not that life with god gets easier necessarily but it does get better you know to go through it you know that you're not going through it alone you know i heard someone say that they came to this realization where they're like once i realized and then i'm i'm kind of paraphrasing as best as i can remember here but the person was saying once i realized that the holy spirit was with me all the time i realized that when i sit down at starbucks by myself and i'm just having a coffee the holy spirit is there with me Amen. like there might not be anyone physically sitting in that chair in front of me but the holy spirit is there and i know that i can talk to god Amen. And so that's pretty cool too, you know, to, to just kind of have, and I think that's part of what it means to, you know, love God with all your mind, with all your heart. You know, when the Bible talks about always, um, you know, priest without, uh, I'm priest, <laughs> Pr uh, pray without uh, ceasing mm -hmm. or I, I always get ceasing or ceasing. Ceasing. Yeah. Pray, uh, pray without ceasing. And so, 
like that's what that means you know to have god in your mind and in your heart all the time is to be is to be thinking in that way mm -hmm. and that's what it also means like you mentioned it in the last episode that's what it means when god changes your heart when god gives you the 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 was it the the desires of the your desires heart. of your heart it's it's like you were saying it's not your desires it's the it's the changed heart it's the de desires of the changed heart that god has put in you that makes you think these things now so now you're thinking on that spiritual you know um godly level uh in the sense that you have god in mind and all of that yeah and so that i think in turn is that's what makes you fruitful that's what makes you a fruitful christian because yeah. you know you start to realize you know maybe i shouldn't curse maybe i shouldn't you know do this that much or you know maybe i should start cutting back on, on smoking drinking on yeah what, whatever it is you know put in whatever whatever it is that you struggle with whatever sin and and that's that's it yeah that's what makes you realize it and like, i think I think it attacks the pride in us because it's like there's this and I, we've talked about it before, but there's this idea where, you know, we are always right. Yeah. Um, but if, you know, the Bible says, yes, you know, like we said, it gives you the desires of your heart and all that. And we talked about what that meant in the last episode. But also the Bible says that the heart, the heart is deceitful. Right. <laughs> and that's why you you have to read. You can just read that verse where you give the desire, you get the desire exactly. of your heart. But if you're not <laughs> reading the context of what the whole Bible teaches, yes. that we are sinners in need of a savior, then then that's when we get it twisted. We get the word yeah. all twisted. And that's, I guess, that's the difference between what we were talking about off mic, eisegesis and exegesis. Yes. <laughs> um, and and I'll I'll read the definition here in a bit, but um yeah, that's exactly it. You know, they'll they'll read that part. And, oh, God's gonna give me the desires of my heart. What? God, I want a car with twenty inch rims. God, I want this big house. God, yeah. I want this. I want this. God, please save. You know, please save my husband. Please save my wife, my yeah. mother, my father, um, from this illness. And then and then that person dies. Oh, God doesn't exist. Yeah. Because if God existed and this was true. Why didn't God give me the desires of my heart? Right. right. And then, of course, that's totally wrong. Yeah. So that's, an, that's a good example of eisegesis where you bring in what you want the scripture to mean and you put that meaning into scripture. You mold the scripture to what you want it to mean. Which people do all the, all all the time. the time. We see it everywhere, right? With the transgender community and... Like I've seen people say that 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 Jesus was okay with homosexuals and this and that, and I'm just like, where are you getting this? Right. Like, what part of scripture are you getting this from? Because Jesus specifically spoke against this. Yeah. Um, but that's what it is. They don't they don't read, you know, the rest of it. It's almost like um, I guess it's almost like reading a manual to building something, mm -hmm. but you don't finish the manual. Right. And then you're mad at the builder because let's say the computer doesn't work and then you skip, you know, you didn't read the rest of it where it said you need to install the hard drive and then the software yeah. and then put it all together so that the computer can function properly. Right. And you're just like, oh, you know, Apple didn't know what they were doing when they, you know, 
built this computer and it's like no that's totally wrong you're not reading the rest of the manual that's the problem yeah um and you know we might not want to read the rest of it because it convicts us you know like we've said before but i actually had something like that happen to me today um so i you know i saw a message that came across my instagram and it was i don't know i mean sometimes i think people sometimes just want to pick a fight for no reason mm-hmm. um it was it was on a post it was a post that said let me see if i can find it so is this something that somebody else's uh, somebody else posted on your instagram or this is they- no no it was so i so wait I, now i can't find it why won't it pull up um so it was a a post that Oh, here it is. Um, The post was from another account that said, the question was, did Jesus come to bring peace or war? And so then the whole post goes into all these different scriptures that talk about that. And and I went in there and I just put amen with the two hands up, right? Mm -hmm. And then this person just goes on and says, the The, helper. The person who posted. No, no. A different person. Different person. No, the person that posted was getting on here, um, explaining, um, you know, because people, there's like this, when people look at a God or at Jesus, they're like, you know, they, like we talked about before, they like that loving, peaceful, loves everybody Jesus, Mm -hmm. but they don't like the, you know, coming to to destroy with a sword you know right. jesus they don't like the warrior jesus they only like the the peacemaking or peaceful jesus right and so they don't they don't like the idea that that jesus is the same person you know mm-hmm. because he's all loving he has he has to be all just but they don't like that justice part because they know that the implication of that means that they are accountable now for their sin so that's why they separate him um, and so, so even in the caption, the person who posted said, some Hindus, some Muslims try to twist this verse and try to change the meaning of it. And the verse that he put was Matthew ten thirty four, where it says, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. And mm-hmm. so again, he goes on and it's like a 10, it's like a 10 page post and he just breaks down. He adds more scripture. He breaks right. everything down. It's like proper it's biblical. proper biblical it's proper mm-hmm. it's exegesis right um it's he's pulling the the meaning out of scripture and he's doing that for clarity so that's why i put amen because he did that was that was excellent that was right. exactly what that meant an agreement yes exactly so so then another person muslim i'm presuming here says the helper that the prophet jesus mentioned that will come after me never ever came no prophet no helper came after the world is about to end and the time of the return of the prophet jesus is coming near and no helper has arrived yet laughing emoji so nice to hear this after prophet jesus and and they they it's funny because they put PBUH after every time they say Prophet Jesus because the Muslims, they have to say peace be upon him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it says, after the Prophet Jesus, 
No great personality has ever arrived to help mankind except Prophet Muhammad. It clearly shows that Jesus said the said right, and Muhammad was the one he was talking about. And so the verse in question is um, uh, John fourteen sixteen, where Jesus says that. Uh, let me just pull it up real quick because I don't want to misspeak, but he says that he will send a helper. He's talking about his return and his ascension. And he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. That's mm-hmm. the verse he's talking about. Right. And, and you know, if you go a couple verses down, but even even if you go into the next verse, it says, the spirit of truth. He says, he will give you another helper. That he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth. Right. Whom the world cannot receive. Because it neither sees him. Nor knows him. But you know him. For he dwells with you. And will be with you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And so. My response was just. You know. What we were talking about. You know. Him just stopping at that. And and not reading the rest of it. So I say. Here's my response. It says, not sure what you were laughing at, um, but the Muslims make this uh, claim and obviously take the verse out of context. If you read past the verse you referred to, you will see that the helper, quote unquote, uh, who the helper actually is. Um, so I have done the homework for you. Here is the verses that clear things up and let me know that you only stopped at the end of the verse that you reference, which is John 14, 16. And then I, I quoted the verse, uh, John 14, 25 to 26, and it says, These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all things that I said to you. And now... And then, and then I end it with a question for him, because I haven't had a Muslim that's been able to to answer the question. And I ask him about, um, can you explain to me the Islamic or the Quranic dilemma that states that if the Bible is true, Islam is false, but if the Bible is false, Islam is false. And so I'm like, Islam seems paradoxical, quite frankly, and highly questionable. Right. So I haven't had a response from him yet. Um, I hope he responds because I'm hoping somebody will be able to answer that. But, but yeah, so, so that's, that's a good example of, you know, people um, taking um, scripture out of context. And right. so, yeah. And we see even like Jesus, I, I didn't even, I didn't even remember that, that Jesus actually said Holy Spirit, but it, he did. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there's that. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, you know, uh, because in the Old Testament, it always, it, it basically says, oh, you want to know who a real prophet is? We'll see if the prophecy comes true. Yeah. And so not only does Jesus speak this, but we see it all through Acts. You know, we see it yeah. um, at Pentecost, right? Everybody is, you know, after Jesus uh, ascends into heaven, the Holy Spirit basically falls on um, on the believers. Um, and that's the helper, 
And so we see it come to fruition, you know, that prophecy. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I have another thing here, too, just just to, I guess, to add to the whole Jesus Muhammad thing. Um, I just had it. But, but yeah, but, I mean, Muhammad is definitely, I, I've heard, I've heard a couple different Muslims, um, use that to say that oh the bible the bible mentions muhammad this and that and i never i never really understood what they meant um until you know i found that um that like that that's the verse that they were talking about right. you know where it talks about the helper that that's who they um refer to as as muhammad and the reason they do it is because if you look at it in the Greek, and I don't remember the word exactly, but it's very similar. Um, like the word that's used for, I'm not sure if it's Moha for the word Mohammed and for the word helper. It's like the word is almost identical, except for the end is different. Yeah. And so they say that, oh, that that's a typo, that that's why the scriptures were corrupted, this and that. That's interesting. But yeah, but it just means it just means something totally different, um, and I can't find it. I don't know where where it went. All right, well, I guess if I find it, I'll uh, I'll bring it back up and uh, and talk about it. But okay. it's just a comparison of um, of Jesus and uh, and Muhammad. Yeah. But yeah, we can't we can't. <laughs> Like I said before, like God's word has authority um, over our own thoughts and our own ways. Yeah. Um, and just because we disagree with it doesn't mean we're right. <laughs> uh, it means we're wrong. Um, and it, sometimes it's hard to admit that. And like you said, it's it's hard to say, hey, there's something that I have to look inside myself um, and fix or, you know. Yeah. Amen. All right. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I was still looking for the for the um, for the post, but I, I really I can't find it. That's so good. All right. So, so what's next for us? Uh, read your Bibles. Read your Bibles. Um, what's another, what's something else that's, uh, like another verse that's taken out of context that you've heard? Um, it, there's just so many, to right. be honest. Um, I mean, that's where, I mean, we've said it, we said it during the, uh, episodes where we were doing the different religions. I think we yeah. looked more in depth into all that, but, um, that's where the different sects of quote unquote Christianity come from, like Jehovah's Witness and the. Uh, Mormons and all that it's all verses that are taken out of context um, but that's the thing when we're when we're looking at a verse and it doesn't make sense we have to look at the context of the rest of the Bible um, so like um, we talked about before how Romans talks all about you know how um, we are you're we are saved by grace and grace alone right yeah. but then we look at James and James says oh but you have to do works um, yeah. and People think that those are contradictory to one another, but they actually go hand in hand. Like if you look 
at the whole Bible, it's the fact that we've, you know, we've said um, we are saved by grace alone, only through what Jesus did, right? Through Christ alone. Yeah. Um, but the fruit is our works. Yeah, it's what comes after. Yeah, James focuses, J- James just happens to focus on works, but um, it's clear that it's it's what comes after. Like if you say you're a believer and um you know you're you're just um what's the word I'm looking for? You're just idle doing sin. Oh, you're indulging in sin. Yeah, you're just in the thing you you're just indulging in sin, then um, you know, it's hard to believe that you actually accepted Christ. You know, not to say that we don't struggle with sin, obviously we all still do, but what are you doing about that sin? Are you are you heading first into it. You know, Paul talks about how um, spirit and the flesh are at war with each other. He talks about how he struggles with it um, often, you know, Um, but he has to decide just like we all have to decide that we have to uh, feed the spirit rather than we do the, do the flesh. Um, And we have to do that every single day constantly. And the only way we feed the spirit is by, you know, going into the word, spending time in prayer, fasting, um, and all those things. Otherwise, it becomes more easy. It becomes easier to fall into the temptation um, and feed the flesh. Yeah. But the more we feed the spirit, the weaker the flesh gets, and vice versa. Amen. Yeah, I heard a similar analogy when I uh, when I was in sales, where it talks about it talks about the same thing, but it put it in terms of a monster, right? It it depends what monster you're gonna feed, right? Are you gonna feed the, you know, the lazy monster who's not gonna make the sales calls, who's not gonna, you know, um, uh, look for the the clients? Or are you gonna feed the the monster that wants to be successful in sales and that wants to go out, you know? And you decide which monster you're yeah. gonna feed. And that's that's essentially it's. Yeah. You know, it's the same analogy. You know, do you want to feed or do you want to please the the lord of darkness or the yeah. you know, or the lord of light? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And the more that you consume of one side or the other, the more that that starts reflecting in your behavior. Well, it starts in your in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it really like consumes you and your heart and you know, or maybe it goes from your heart to your mind and then it and then it just corrupts your body really. Yeah. Depending on what it is, right? It could be drugs, it could be lust, it could be you name it, right? Yeah. Any any kind of sin. Um, but but Jesus is the answer, you know. Jesus is the cure. Yeah. Jesus kinda talks about that um a lot in John. He just does it in a very I want to say weird, but I can't say that because he's God and he's all knowing, so he knows what he's doing. But uh, you're the weird one. Who doesn't I'm the weird one. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, where he tells the woman at the well, you know, you seek for water, but you know, if you want water that is everlasting, come to me. And then he gets that's that's that can be like a little where she was like, "What in the world are you saying? Like, what is this? You're I don't know what you mean." Yeah. Um, until I. He explains it to her, which, by the way, side note, 
He literally, I know we've said this before, but I just, I guess when I read, I, I just, I'm very forgetful, which yeah. is, which is terrible, but it's also awesome because <laughs> when I read something in the Bible, it's like I'm reading it for the first time and it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, or that's, that's just the power of the Holy Spirit um, that uh, gets us excited about the word. But Jesus literally says, because in that story of the, the story yeah. with the woman at the well, uh, she talks about, um, oh, but the Messiah, when, she, when he comes, he's going to tell us everything that is true and yeah. everything that is right, right? Because he's trying to teach us something. He's like, yeah. no, the Messiah is going to teach us uh, that. And then Jesus literally says, I'm, I'm him. He literally says, I'm, I'm him. I'm that person. I'm the yeah. Messiah. Um, and it's just crazy because we've ref referenced it before. Um, a lot of religions will say he never says that. Anyways, yeah. that's a side note. Um, but continuing with what I'm saying, later on, Jesus says something even crazier with which people, I think they think he's crazy. Yeah. He says, um, because they, they start to say, well, Jesus, you know, back in the Old Testament, because they always like to compare him to Moses and because Moses was so yeah, amazing. Elijah. You know, back in those, in, in uh, uh, the Old Testament, our father. Well, they didn't say Old Testament, but yeah. in the scripture. In the scripture, <laughs> our father uh, fed our people with manna, manna that came from heaven, and that's how they survived. What signs do you have to show us, you know, that you are the son of son of man or the son of God, something like that? And then he he's like, I'm the everlasting manna. I'm the everlasting bread, you know? Just eat my flesh and drink my <laughs> blood. <laughs> like, that's what he says. Yeah, Just yeah. eat my flesh and drink my blood. Um, and every the disciples are even like, Jesus, this is a hard teaching. Like, what, like they, I'm sure they were scratching their heads too. They're like, yeah. what, what are you saying? Yeah, um, it even says that many walked away or stopped walking with him for real. And then, but that's essentially what he was saying. That if Jesus becomes our food, yeah, you know that we're eating daily, that we're They're drinking consuming. daily, that we're consuming. If he yeah. is what we're letting in, um then it's going to be it's going to be so much easier to feed to respond in in our spirit the way he wants us to respond right that it's going to be so much easier for him to mold those desires of our heart to be his desires yeah um to do what the spirit to do what god would want us to do and yeah. not what would grieve him for us to do um, yeah and that and i can like just from my personal experience, I mean, um, there are things, there's just, there's just a way that I used to be that now disgusts me and makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And to think that that's how I was, is like, wow, like, like, I'm sorry that you had, you had a brother like that, <laughs> like really. Because, um, yeah, it's just like now, like just rap music alone. Right. Like I consumed rap music 24-7 since, since the first rap mixtape that I bought. Mixtape? How old are Not mixtape. <laughs> it wasn't a mixtape. But it was an album. It was, a, yeah. it was an album on tape. Yeah. How old yeah. are you? 
Um, I'm 39. <laughs> um, so I was, I don't know, I must have been, I must have been 15 years old, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that first album that, that I convinced uh, Mama Bear and Papa Bear to buy me, I remember that so vividly. Um, it was, we were on our way somewhere. And, you know, wherever we stopped for some reason, they had the, the you know, they sold music. And so I went and looked, and there was a song that I had seen on MTV back when MTV played videos, music videos, and um, and I was like, I like that song, and uh, I even like wrote it down. That was the first rap song that I uh, that I learned, and um, and I went and got it, and it was a DMX's first album, Ooh. and it was it's called "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." Wow. Hold on, hold on. Is DMX in the house tonight? (laughs) (laughs) You know, DMX. (laughs) Uh, So I just listened for, I just listened to him for so long, you know. And so anyway, so uh, interestingly enough, I had a friend this week text me and uh, what did he text me? He He texted me something about DMX. It's like, oh, I was just listening to the song. This was a great song. No, and and it was that song, and I was like, you know, that's the first rap song that I ever memorized, mm-hmm. and that was the first rap album that I ever owned, mm-hmm. and you know, it was on a double sided tape, and I remember like I I played that tape, yeah, like I I don't know how, like I feel like so in in some ways that older technology was way better because. I didn't have to worry about it getting scratched like CDs when they came out. Yeah, and we don't use those anymore. started skipping, you know. Uh, well, yeah, now we stream and stuff. But, but I'm saying, like, when we went from tapes to CDs, like, yeah, sound yeah. was a little bit better. But you they got a little scratched. scratch. Yeah. And it was like, it was you over. were done. It was yeah. done. But these things, no. The only thing that can mess up the tape was a bad tape player. Right. And it would, like, scramble the whole thing. But unless it tore the, the actual tape. You could still roll it back into itself. It was great. But anyways. Um, I forgot what my and point was. And you would was. get like a pen to to like roll so, yeah, it. To yeah, roll to roll it back. back a pen or a pencil, yeah. Um, um you said But anyways, okay, yeah. Okay. So 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 like I've listened to that music for like twenty plus years, nonstop, mm-hmm. in my headphones, in my car. Everywhere I went to. You introduced me to Eminem. You're the reason I love Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> so Eminem, my favorite rapper of all time, by the way. But, my favorite rapper but, of all time. Man, if but he I, loved Jesus, that's but a different I conversation. Have, but as much as I love mm-hmm. his talent, because that's really what I admire is his talent to yeah. put words together. Um, and he and and his talent is really what inspires me to to that when I write. It inspires me in the way that I put words together, like him, Big Pun, and some of these other guys. Um, but anyways, like I can't even listen to that music anymore. Really? Yeah, like I really like like it would have to be one of those classic nostalgic songs with very minimal cursing or no cursing that I could sit there and listen to. So I might right. be able to listen to Mockingbird from Eminem mm, or something. When of these. I'm gone, which is my favorite. Yeah. Or, or some Have of these you songs, ever loved right? Someone so I'm sorry. So so I could listen to some of those, right? Yes. Because there's no cursing or but but everything else that I used to listen to about any of these other rappers, I can't anymore. It's just 
I don't even play it in my car. Like it, it got to the point where even when my daughter was born, my first one, I stopped playing it when she was in the car. Mm-hmm. But I would still like play it at every other time. Yeah. And then and now I don't even do that. Like I, I don't even I can't. I just can't. I can't even listen to regular radio. So the only regular radio that I listen to is a, a Christian radio station and that's it. Yeah. And if that's not playing, I'm playing a podcast and it's usually a Christian podcast. And it, so, so like you were saying, like my consumption has changed from yeah. all this other stuff. Like, you know, I was, I was feeding the sin before yeah. and like that, like thinking on it, that's what made me the way that I was. Yeah. Like. You know, there's a DMX song that says, you know, I grew up, you know, tapping brothers. And that's not the words he uses, but tapping brothers with a bloody knife and this and that. And it's like, it makes you. And also growing up in that environment, Mm -hmm. it was like, you had to be tough. You had to be tough. And so that music kind of kind of got you in that. I guess you can call New York state of mind where it's like, listen, you can't look at me sideways because we're going to have some words. Yeah. And so that's that's how i grew up and and then like lust was a big part of that culture like it's a big part of that and so i just i just fell right into that it's like it was is how i grew up so i really thought that you know having a relationship with god like that's the struggle that i had was that man i wasn't gonna be able to live in this pleasurable world Right. With all this consumption that brought so much pleasure to my flesh. I mean, I didn't think of it in those terms, but that that's essentially that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. and that's what kept me away for so long. But when when it finally happened, it was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like right. I realized how like what a waste of time that was for me to give in and feed the sin for so long like like where where could i be right now that that god could have taken me because i would have been ready or whatever the case right yeah so yeah i'm just i'm glad that that i'm out of that because like i said i'm not even tempted to to like listen to that music anymore and that shows the beauty of um that once we're in christ we are literally a new creation yes like the things that we used to enjoy like they literally knows the asshole i don't know (laughs) basically like it's it's repulsive yes it's repulsive um and we just want whatever speeds feeds the spirit like we don't want to grieve god um anymore yeah i mean like like we talked about a couple episodes ago like I don't even like taking credit for anything anymore. Like it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Like right, right when I get into the, oh, thank you. Like, no, no. Like in inside, like the spirit is like slapping me around. No, no. Like that wasn't you. Yeah. You didn't come up with those ideas. That was not you. It's not you. You're not that smart. Yeah. You know. And so, um, and so that's why, like, I'm just extremely just i keep that in like the front of my mind at all times it's like uh it's like i've pinned it you know yeah. like now you could pin you know like uh i i realized that instagram because i was off instagram for like a week you can now pin like uh posts wait did you abstain from instagram for a week 
Well, I abstained in the sense that I didn't post. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. I don't fast social media, Continue. guys. Sorry. We, and this my brother, we episode. haven't talked about this on uh, on the mic, but my brother thinks that's ridiculous. I think but. that fasting social media is a ridiculous concept. Which it's, I've done. It doesn't but exist. We've talked about it. Because fasting involves food. Right, which I've done, but you can yeah. also fast something that no, isn't no. fruitful. No, no, no. Like social media isn't. But I mean, it can a... be okay. That's a different topic. Let's not get off topic. We'll we'll, we'll do a separate episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's keep focus for the um, for the listeners. But anyways, um, yeah. So so it's like God's always reminding me, and I'm just very cautious. So so I keep that just like an Instagram. Like now, you could pin stories or posts to your to your page or whatever yeah. to like the top of your page. Um, so that's what I've done is I've I've pinned certain things into my brain so that I'm always thinking, and it's like. I guess, like I said earlier, that's 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 how I understand that that God is is on my mind in one way or another. Yeah. So if I'm not thinking about a scripture, or if I'm not reading the Bible, or if I'm not listening to a Christian podcast, or I'm not listening to a preaching, or if I'm not listening to Christian radio, like there's there's some kind of Christian content that's coming in. Yeah. And so the more that I have of that the less that I have of the other stuff that we have to admit sometimes is just inevitable. Right. I mean, you know, you go into places and sometimes you just hear people just cursing is just a natural part of their vocabulary now. Yeah. Like it's not even looked as, 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 Ooh, like why are you cursing? Like you're in public, you know, yeah. it's like, it's not taboo anymore. It's, it's, it's normal. And, and and that's interesting. I, I saw another post earlier also where this person was saying that we're basically what the world has been doing and probably more so over the last, you know, since like COVID is the world has been trying to normalize sin. That's true. Like sin like, is normal. Like a lot. Like, like they're on overtime. They're pushing it. And you know what that tells me? Is that the end is truly near? <laughs> Jesus coming Jesus soon. Jesus is coming soon. Like that just it it just confirms that because no other time in history have we been like going through like something like this. Like I know the world has always been bad and there's been some bad stuff and some bad leaders and horrible, you know, uh antichrist like leaders, but but man the world in general is now like on that same page. Yeah. We want to normalize sin, like sexual immorality, like orgies and multiple sex partners and then sex before marriage all together, all at the same time. Yeah. While doing drugs. That's normal. Like that's that's a Friday night. Yeah. That's a good Friday night according to, you know, the yeah. world. And so it's just, yeah. And, it's, and somehow smoking weed isn't that bad because yeah, it's legal some, everywhere. Somehow you could now be a Christian who smokes weed mm, that has, that it hasn't been medically, you know, subscribed to you. Right. I do believe in in medicinal uses for for weed, but but that medicinal use of weed is without the, you know, the um, the effects of what uh, recreational weed has mm. and they've been able to separate that i don't think we've haven't had an episode on drugs and alcohol and 
abuse and all that. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we should. Maybe yeah. Maybe we should. Um. Yeah. So, like, they masturbation. Like, that's like there's psychologists, psychiatrists saying that that's good for you. My professor at a Christian college. I thought taught, you were gonna say my preferred. No. <laughs> <laughs> Our professor at, at a Christian college yeah. was talking about how it's good for us. Yeah. See? So, like, so they're trying to normalize it. And what that has been doing is it's been, it's, I can't even say it started to infiltrate. No, it is in the church. Right. Like, that stuff is in the church. Normalization of sin is in the church. Um, You see it with the churches that, you know, put up pride flags and, Churches that have uh, trans preachers and mm -hmm. leaders, and it's like, no, that's that's not okay. That's like, you know, if 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 the pastor was caught cheating on his wife, he would be removed. Right. Like, there's no exceptions to sin here. Right. Um, and we understand that we all, you know, we're all sinners and stuff, but you know, when you're a leader, pastor, whatever. You're held at a different standard in the secular sense. Right. You know, in, in the sense of the, you know, Christianity, we're all held to that standard that we inevitably fall short to. Right. And, and that's different than what the, the way that the world sees it, you know. So that's what I mean by that. But, yeah, no, they're trying to normalize sin. And, and that's, not, that's not okay. That's why they're trying to teach kids that, oh, they could be... They could be any gender. Like, yeah, we could talk about the gender topic too. That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole other episode. But just to bring it back around, I mean, that takes us back to you know our topic of um, e what is it? Isa Jesus and exegesis. Jesus. Isa Jesus and exegesis. Yes. You know the fact that you know the reason why sin is being normalized um, is because it's well, people aren't reading their Bible. Yeah. Um, and they're what they do read, they take completely out of context. Yeah. Oh, that's the cultural thing. That yeah. was just during that time. No, yeah. it it wasn't. Yeah. I, here's another one. Oh, um, God is okay with abortion. Deuteronomy 20-something-something. Something. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's not what that means. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so that's what they're, that's what's happening. That's what the, that's what Satan is doing. That's, I mean, that's his goal. His goal is yeah. to. Take as many people with him as as he possibly can. So something we should be doing in our personal lives is 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 just think and meditate on: Is there anything in my life that I'm normalizing? Yeah. Like because we could easily point our fingers and be like, "Hey, uh, the world is doing this and this," and you know, it's uh, I think everything we've said is true. Um, yeah. But also, we have to look within ourselves because you know we're sinners. So, is there anything in our in ourselves in our lives that we're normalizing that we're saying this is okay? Because there's also way too often we get to have that conversation where it's like, oh, but what's too close where I can do this sin and not be judged by God, especially with sex, yeah. like sex yeah. outside of marriage. Like wh how much can we do yeah. where it's like, we're not really having sex. Like, we're, like still, we're still we're feeding the flesh, yes. but we're still being good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. we're like, that's just constantly happening. Yeah. So, so the question we have to ask ourselves is, are we doing that in our own lives? And the second question, that's number one. The second question is, are we reading our Bibles? Yeah. Because if we're not, like that's, the Bible is going to confront us. James says that the Bible is like a mirror. We've said it before. 
it's like you know it's like a mirror that you see yourself you don't walk away and forget immediately what what you just read but the problem is a lot of people aren't looking in the mirror of the bible yeah it's just sitting on a it's just sitting on their stand or you know we don't know where the heck it is um but the bible is god's standard yep you know and and listen we've said it before everyone struggles with this like this is a call out to me like the whole week that i was sick i didn't pick up my bible yeah i didn't like in fact towards the end of me being sick and starting to feel better i realized i hadn't been praying either yeah because i just i submitted to my sickness i do that too like when so, i'm when I'm yeah. sick, I use that as, that's my excuse. Yeah. And I didn't, like, it, it wasn't that I was, like, actively thinking yeah. that. It's just, it happened, and as I'm laying there in, in bed, I just, like, God just brought that into my heart, and I just felt so convicted. Yeah. And I'm just like, God, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, please give me, give me the strength to not, like, for this not to happen, because I don't want to be any, like, an inch away from you. Yeah. You know, and, and when you stop seeing for a little bit, like it just throws you, it throws you off. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It throws you off. You feel a little bit because, because there, there's, there's like a moment where you go through where you're like reading your Bible all the time and you're like, oh man, this is awesome. This is awesome. Ooh, I get this. I get this. And then, and then you don't read it for a day and you're like, eh, I got this. Yeah. And then you start, it starts, it starts going from, I get this to, I got this. Yeah. And then, no. And then, no, you don't got this. You don't got nothing. God's got this. Mm, okay? That's good. Um, but, but, yeah, that's what happens to us. So, so that's just, you know, to let the listeners know, too, that it's not, you know, we're not perfect beings, obviously. We, we struggle with the same things that anybody else in the world struggles with. Mm -hmm. Somebody who might want to become a bookworm might struggle with just reading a, even a fantasy book. Yeah. I mean we we struggle with reading the Bible. Um so the idea is is that life no matter what is a struggle and everybody can agree with that. That is a fact universally across space, time, life is difficult. Even Jesus would agree that life yeah. is hard, okay? Yeah. So so that's it. Like, it's settled. Life is hard. What is the difference between the Christian and not Christian? Is what we talked about earlier. Is Jesus. It's the fact that you're not going through it alone. Yeah. The person who's lost that, that family member. The person who feels like they've lost every single person that meant anything to them. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. God is there. And that's when we say God loves you. You know, we don't mean that as a, you know, God, oh, God is love. God is love, you know, mm -hmm. butterflies and rainbows and this and that. No, no, no. God, yeah, God is love. God loves you. But because he loves you, he wants you to, to you know, he wants to bring you to repentance. Because if you, if you don't come to repentance, guess what? Then you're going to come to ju into judgment. Mm -hmm. And so... That's, you know, that's where you don't want to be. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that, that we've given you guys some things to think about. 
um, some things to consider also when you're reading scripture. Amen. You know, when, when when you're reading scripture, some of the questions that you might want to ask yourself also are, hey, is is this what scripture means or is this what I want scripture to mean? Amen. Um, because again, we see this a lot with, you know, so many things, you know, and, and that's not, that's corrupting, you know, I'm not going to say corrupting scripture, but you're corrupting what the scripture means. Right. And you're corrupting what the importance and the significance of God's word really is. So that's why exegesis is important because you want to pull it out of scripture. So when you read scripture and you read something, that's why it's important to look at the uh, references and go back through those cross references because a lot of what was written in the New Testament is a um, a quote from the Old Testament. Yes. Um, so I think we've said this before too that you know the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And so mm. that's. That's pretty much what that means, you know. So, and and here's the thing too, like if you're just reading your Bible like a regular book, my recommendation is to stop and maybe get with someone who studies their Bible that you may look up to spiritually because or talk to your pastor because these cross references are super super important. Like when I, when, when, when God revealed that to me, because, you know, when I started like actively reading the Bible, um, you know, I think I went to you, I went to others and I was like, Hey, listen, can you just give me something to read? Like, mm -hmm. where do I start? Like, like I, I'm really, like, I really want this. Like I'm hungry for this word. Where do I start? What do we, what do I read? And, you know, we started with Luke. Right, and you're like, well, let's read through Luke. You know, you read, you read a chapter a day or something like that. Right, mm -hmm. that's how we started. And so, after that, like, I I didn't come back to you in in that sense because through that reading is that I discovered the cross references. Right. Like, and, and I'm not saying I discovered them. I'm you know. The Holy Spirit revealed that to me because nobody was reading the Bible with me. I, I like I was actively looking on YouTube, on Google, like how to effectively study your Bible. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anything that showed me what the Holy Spirit showed me with these cross references. And when when I learned that, it just completely opened a whole new world of scripture for me yeah. because I came to realize that, for example, um, when, when Jesus says, um, it is finished or into your spirit. I mean, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Mm -hmm. Like that was, he was quoting scripture. Right. You know? And I was like, it just blew me away that mm -hmm. a lot of that just came from, you know, from the Old Testament. And I was just like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. So now when I read something in the New Testament, I go back because I'm like, this has to be in the Old Testament. Yeah. 
because they're talking about it. So, and a good example that I gave when I did the episode alone was, you know, the whole rapture thing with uh, Daniel. Daniel, Daniel or Isaiah? Daniel, Isaiah 26, 19 mm-hmm. to 21, where it talks about, you know, going to your hidden rooms for, for a while, you know? Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. Um, so, yeah, so, and again, that's just beautiful to me. Um, and the greatest thing, too, is that you couldn't take, like, the Bible is made up of 66 different books, mm-hmm. 40 different authors. You couldn't take a random... 66 books from anywhere at any point in time with 40 different authors put them together and come up with something like what the bible is yeah. like the bible truly is the word of a god. miracle it's a word of it's the word of god yeah it really is and to me that is the biggest evidence for the bible against the quran against the book of mormons against everything else that anybody else may consider as scripture. Amen. So anyways, praise God for that. I'm just it makes me so happy to know that the truth is on our side. Really. I'm not saying that to like be cocky or anything. It's just I really So I heard someone say this, but I I'm I'm going to adopt this because I really I really want to be able to to have this happen to me to where the people that I pray for become the people that I pray with. That's good. Like I really want that. And so I'm trusting in the Lord that, you know, that that that's going to happen and you know, before he comes because <laughs> i mean if it happens after and i see them you know in the yeah. cloud <laughs> that's all good why don't you pray with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm just gonna grab them and be like let's go praise god together yeah. like this is great no but but that's that's like i think that if if god could grant me one thing it would be that yeah yeah so amen so yeah, so um I mean, listeners, I'm praying for you. Um but if I know you, I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if I know you, just know that I want to pray with you someday and I know that someday God will change your heart. Amen. So just please call me right away because <laughs> Because, because the rapture is going to happen, and then we no, won't because, get, get able to pray because for each other. I, I just, I don't know. That's just, just thinking about it is just exciting. Like, all right, so, all right, and before we go again, <laughs> so I, I mean, I had this friend from junior high school, and, um, I'm gonna just shout him out, Diego. Love mm-hmm. you. I'm not sure if you're listening to this, but I grew up with Diego, and like. We were, grew up, again, listening to rap, you know, so, it, you know, him and I were, you know, essentially the same kid growing up in New York that most kids can relate to, right? And so, he moved away, and we didn't, after junior high school, that's it, like, we didn't do school together anymore, and until Facebook and MySpace and all that, we, like, we didn't even reconnect. 
So there was a big gap. Anyways, even with the, even after our reconnecting, there was, you know, gaps within those gaps and, and so on. And, and it wasn't up until, you know, um, this whole COVID thing started that him and I really started connecting again and talking and all that. And, and I was, I don't know how we got into the conversation, but he was just like, he's like, yeah, man, I, you know, I started going to church and this and that. And I, it's been like two years. I accepted Jesus, this and that. And I was like, oh, that's so amazing. And so, uh, you know, ever since then we haven't lost a yeah. connection, but, um, but yeah, like, like to even to, even that to me was just such an amazing moment right. to know that. And, and it wasn't just him. There was other friends that I was in the Marines with that my roommate, Ray, he was like, he's like, yeah, I, I accepted Christ. And then like, after I found that out that he accepted Christ, he texts me a few days later. He's like, I just got baptized. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, like it was just, it was just happening. He's like, yeah, I've been working through this for two years. I finally accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Um, I just got baptized, like literally just got baptized. And I was like, oh man, praise God. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so, and so yeah, so him and I now have those conversations. And and honestly, and I and I apologize to all of these because I have a group with all my Marine friends. And I, and I apologize to them because I felt so convicted that, you know, I was just like, man, I was such, such a bad Christian. Like mm-hmm. I was a bootleg. I was not a Christian. Right. I was just a person saying that he was a Christian, not living his life like, like one. And, and it was all this time wasted that God could have been using me to reach these guys. Right. And so. For me, that's just something that at first I struggled with because I was like, man, you know, I could have, I could have done something, you know, um, but you know, obviously, you know, God could have done something. God could have used me and, and, you know, and I know God's working on them because I pray for them and God's working on them, you know, and in his part of his plan, however, that perfect plan is uh that that relates to their lives um but but man it's just it's to me it's incredible and i just you know i want to i want to be able to do that amen yeah i have um someone at the top of i mean obviously we have people that we want to love jesus not more than others not more than others it's it's not that we love more some people more than others even though sometimes we do um, <laughs> but I just have someone that's at, that's on the top of my list and I can just visibly see this person getting baptized. Like I can see in my mind so clearly this person just getting baptized in, you and know, it, in the waters and it just gets me excited yeah. and I'm just and, like, and ah! you know, and, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful because it's almost like, and, and again, because I've, I guess you could say I've partially experienced this. It, it you know in a sense in an after effect kind of way mm-hmm. but i can only imagine that to experience this with someone that you've been praying for that comes to repentance it would be like watching a caterpillar become a butterfly mm. like in real time that's good it's like watching that metamorphosis happen in the heart in real time 
And because I lived through that, man, I want everybody to have that. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful thing. And yeah, and then and then just to the expectation of seeing what God will do with them. Right. Because their their experience will, you know, Affect God others. Will, Yeah, God will bring that. Like, oh man, it's beautiful. Anyways. It's good. I digress. So read your Bibles, guys. Yeah, read your Bibles. <laughs> Isogesis and exegesis. No, don't <laughs> Isogesis. Make sure you exegesis. Look those terms up, okay? Um but just to be clear, eisegesis is when you bring your meaning into the scripture instead of pulling the meaning from scripture out and saying, oh, that's what that meant. Amen. Thank you for yeah. clarifying that. Um, so, yeah. So Anyways, that, we'll, we'll leave you guys with that. Where can they find us? They can find us at ChristAlonePodcast.com. All of our handles are ChristAlonePodcast except for Twitter, which is ChristAlonePod. And our number is? 407-796-2881. Now, I will say this. Um, I know I haven't mentioned our shirts in a while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but that's because I've been working on a, on a whole new store. So that new store, what? Press the button. Oh, oh th- uh, I've been working on a new store. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That literally sounds like me. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. Actually, you know. I kept listening, listening. He was announcing it. (laughs) Meantime, I'm pointing to the buttons for him to (laughs) press the one. I keep looking at my feet. (laughs) He's like, what's on my foot? (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping we had a. Oh, no, no. I need to get that. But, you know, that sound effect is actually, I think think if i'm not mistaken i think that's my buddy miguel who recorded himself doing that <laughs> he's crying he's crying let yeah, me play that, that again <laughs> that really sounds like me honestly that sounds 100 like that's that if it's him that's super that doesn't sound like a man but but it i don't know i, no offense, I think Mike. i think that might be him all right announce know. your story one more time anyways uh, so yeah, so the reason you haven't heard about the shirts is because I've been working on a new store. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so the store just launched today, this morning, and it's up. You can find it on our Instagram at Christ Alone Podcast. Um, it's in the you know it's in the bio link or whatever. Um, you can look it up there, and yeah, there's. I mean, we have way more merch than we did before. Last time in the other store, we had some, we had like four shirts, four yeah. or five shirts, and two hoodies. Right. And now we have mugs, face masks, um, shirts, like tons of them. Um, and now sneakers. And now sneakers, high tops. I'm excited. Low tops are starting to come out. And... Um, um, they're men's sizes right now, but I'm, I'm going to be adding the women's sizes soon. And, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm like simultaneously trying to like launch the business. Right. Um, but it's, it's called alphabet apparel. Um, and again, you can find it through Christ alone podcast, um, for you guys, uh, listeners. 
um, just find us on Instagram. It'll be there. Amen. Yeah, the link will be there. Um, yeah, and then um, you can start ordering today. So. Yeah. So uh, support Alphabet Apparel, please. Yes, thank it's you. Really, it's really, and and it's really, awesome. it's and it's and it's. Um, let me read. Let me read the the brief statement that um, that I wrote for it because um, I guess that really is what the brand is about. And it's an apparel company that specializes in creating Christ-inspired clothing and products for people who want to walk in God's purpose with a fashion-forward style. Mm, so, yeah, so that's, um, that's it. You know, it's, it's all Christ-inspired. So, you know, you won't find, uh, I guess, you won't find uh, quotes from, like, Star Wars or... <laughs> or anything like that right. unless unless i'm able to like somehow you know um how how would i say i say it um unless god is able to like you know put a put a, a biblical spin to to the quotes yeah um if i if if you know if god gives me the wisdom and understanding to do so then you might see some of that stuff um I'll, i'm trying to stay away from all that because i don't know how the copyrights and licensing works for like their you know like the the characters if i start throwing them on shirts and stuff even if it is like biblical context so i'm gonna stay away from that and i'm just focusing on like just creating our own designs and uh you're working on some as well so yeah check it out check it out i don't have a website for it um per se like there's no alphabetapparel.com, at least not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the more, you know, as I start gaining support for it, you know, all that stuff will come and eventually. And so one way or another, it'll, you know, we'll, it'll be, again, just follow us and on Instagram. It'll all come through there too. So Amen. praise God for that. And uh, we hope that this episode has blessed you in one way or another, has equipped you. Um, for sharing the gospel and um, you know just know that alphabet's apparel has shoes for that (laughs) (laughs) and if you go you'll know what i mean Um, and i'll leave you with that (laughs) god bless you guys 